Welcome to the Dirt Show brought to you by Napa Auto Parts. And today we're going to be joined by sprint car and midget racing legend Robert Bell, the Koufax Comet. We're also going to hear from Tyrone Lingenfelter from Mississippi Thunder Speedway, Corey Gronwold from Worthington Speedway, and Steve Winschittle from the Star Group Napa Auto Parts stores right after a few words from our sponsors. Hey, Dirt Show listeners. Need some parts for race night? How about that classic project in your shop? Wish there was a specialty auto parts store nearby? Hot Rod Hardware in West Concord is your answer. Radiators, disc brake kits, steering columns, fuel injection systems, air conditioning systems, coil over shocks, and much more. From the street to the track, Hot Rod Hardware has everything to modernize your vehicle and improve its performance. See us at HotRodHardware.com or call 507-527-1020. Hot Rod Hardware. No robots, just real people. When it comes to choosing your next industrial, commercial, residential, or ag electrician, choose Coles Electric. Offering pole setting, directional boring, underground trenching, boom truck service, security systems, and much more. If you're a Steel Wasika co-op member, there are excellent incentives for installing a solar array with quick payback and years of reliable service. Planning, design completion, or emergency service, see ColesElectric.com or 507-451-1387. Napa know-how. The bucket sale is back at your local Napa Auto Parts store. Buy a five-gallon Napa bucket for just $4.99 and save 20% on three or more eligible items that can fit inside. So put on your thinking cap for the best way to fill your bucket and maximize your savings. And Napa can help there, too. Right now, with a $25 purchase, you can get a free Chase Elliott Napa racing hat. But act fast. These offers are only good through April 30th or while supplies last at Napa, a proud sponsor of the Dirt Show. Offer valid April 30th at participating locations only. Certain exclusions apply. See store for more details. It's Pete the Sauce Man here bringing you today's weather forecast. Okay, who am I kidding? It's always barbecue weather. Whether you're cooking on your smoker, grill, or inside your kitchen, there's a 100% chance of deliciousness when you use Cookies Barbecue Sauces and Seasoning. You can always count on our full line of Cookies products to enhance meats, main dishes, and so much more. Get recipes and join our sauce squad at CookiesBBQ.com. And remember, rain or shine, it's Cookies Barbecue time. Cookies is the one. Let me tell you, friends, about our store. It's a great place we call Miner's Outdoor. Miners Outdoor, your total source Husqvarna dealer in Blooming Prairie, has everything your yard needs. From chainsaws, leaf blowers, and weed trimmers to zero-turn mowers and everything in between. That's what being your Husqvarna total source dealer is all about. Stop in today to see the best selection in quality Husqvarna outdoor power equipment. That's Miners Outdoor, Highway 218, Blooming Prairie. Miners Outdoor, Major Tough. If you're in need of a worry-free power lift door, then you'll want to stop and talk with Rod French. Make a statement with a PowerLift architectural door on your home or cabin. PowerLift doors can be retrofitted to fit an existing door opening or designed into your next commercial, agricultural, livestock, or aircraft hangar build. Stylish, functional, and built to last. PowerLift doors by French's Manufacturing are made locally in Dodge Center, Minnesota by their experienced craftsmen. Contact Kelly or Rod. PowerLift doors by French's Manufacturing. 374-9306. Welcome back to the driver segment here on the Dirt Show, and it is my pleasure today to be joined by Robert Bell, the Koufax Comet. And Robert, you began your sprint car racing career 30 years ago in 1992. Did the fact that Knoxville, Iowa was only 30 miles away influence your decision to become a sprint car driver? Um, to tell you the truth, 
Not really, because I started my first night ever in a race car was in Des Moines, Iowa. And then we knew that we could run on a Friday night, and then we could go to Saturday to Knoxville. So between the two racetracks, it was kind of a love at first sight. And it's so sad to see that Iowa State Fairgrounds track tore down. We actually made it to the absolute last Sprint Invaders race at that track. And when I walked out of there, I felt so bad because I knew it was going to be tore down soon and sad to see. Yeah, I, 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 it's hard for me to talk about Des Moines because I almost lost my life there. And I tell you, I, there's a lot of good times that I remember at that racetrack. Let's get into the story of building a sprint car in your living room for the 1994 racing season. Now, that's a story that needs to be told. Yeah, it was all about small-budget racer, didn't have a shop, built an open trailer, and lived in a trailer house, and I was by myself. And March was coming, and we knew that we were racing in April in Des Moines and Knoxville, so we had to get something done. And we just kind of gradually worked on the car out in the yard, you know, and at night it would get real cold, and during the day it would be kind of sunny, but it wouldn't warm up, and we'd be out there laying in the grass, and it was just a nightmare. And I told my buddies, I said, you know what, we're going to take the front axle and the rear axle out of this thing, and we're going to carry this thing in my trailer. And I'll put it all back together, get everything together, because we were building it from scratch. And I said, you know, I would really like to have it race ready when we want to tear the rear end out and carry it out. Well, we got it all together, and we decided, you know, I had to throw my couch out, my chair. The only thing I had to sit and watch Jay Leno in was the race car. So I set my race car for, I'm going to say, about six weeks, and I'd watch Jay Leno every night sitting in my race car. (laughs) But uh, it was a time of not having no money but wanting to go racing. You know, my dedication of racing started very early, very early. Probably I got the bug the same year I started, and I told myself, you know, this is what I'm going to do. I wasn't very good at it, but it's what I wanted to do. How long did you run wing cars before you switched to the non-wing sprint car or before you drove a midget? That's a funny story. The very last time I drove a sprint car with wings, it took me three years to come up with enough money to get a good motor. We would just run old stock engines. You know, it, it wasn't what we really wanted, but it's what we all we had. And then I had a chance to get a really good motor. In 2013 was my very last show with the wing. And we started in 2000 running 410s. That's when we started running the big motors because there wasn't a lot of people running 410s. And down at Knoxville, the 360s were, you know, there was 40 360s back then. So we just decided we'd go run with the 410s and, 2000 to 2013, we run the Nationals and and done very good with what we had. It wasn't the greatest. It wasn't the greatest, but it was what we did. So we went to the 410 class, and we decided that we had to have a decent motor. And so it took me all three years 
from the time I started racing to to do this. And I'll be darned if in 13 we got our new motor and I had spent, I don't know, I'm going to say 25000 to put a good motor together. And it was kind of one of them deals we just was real proud, man. We come down to the Knoxville Nationals in 2013 with this brand new motor. And we made nine laps, and it exploded. And I mean, it exploded bad. It ruined almost everything in the motor. And so we were bummed. I I was done. I told myself I'm not going to race no more. You know, I I just can't do this. I had been racing since 92, and I just didn't have the money to do it no more at Knoxville. And I I remember the night that we blew up, I come home. And I sat down in my captain's chair at home, turned on the TV, and it was about 11 o'clock. And I started crying because I knew that my my racing days were over. This was it. Because I just didn't have the money to to put another motor together. And I never drove for anybody. You know, no one ever offered me a ride or nothing. So I just sat back, and I'm sitting there in my chair watching TV about 11.30. And Johnny Murdoch put an ad on Facebook, midget rentals. And, you know, I, I, it, it, something happened to me inside. I'm like, wow, this is cool. Maybe I can rent a couple rides, you know, for what I've been spending. Maybe I can just rent a ride. And so it was kind of funny. I couldn't wait. I mean, I was up all night, couldn't sleep. I couldn't wait. And I called Johnny on a Sunday. And I said, so what's this deal about midget rides for rent? And he told me, and he told me what it was going to take. And I told him, I said, you know, I grew up in Des Moines and Knoxville, and I've always run sprints, and I've run non-wing. Back in the early 90s, I started running non-wing. I remember starting the front row with Jack Hewitt at the Sedalia Mile one year, and that was pretty special, you know. A lot of people really was into me by then. I was this guy that come from nowhere and went out in this midget. And the first night, I I remember I get in his car and I told him, I said, Johnny, I'm not just these guys that rent your stuff and don't ever drive. I am a racer. I'm going to go out there and I'm going to compete to win. And I think he thought I was crazy, you know? So I go out and... My golly, the first night we run second in our heat race. Of course, they started us at the back, and we went from the tail of this race to second in the heat race. And I told Johnny, he says, that's pretty good. You you look really good. So we ran the feature that night. We had to start last, and we finished third. And I was like, dude, check this out. So the second night we did, we started running in a... I got to think about it because we started last. They made us start last. We won the heat race and we finished second in the main. And I told Johnny, I said, man, we're getting close. Johnny said, yeah, you looked really good. So then we went the third night out in the midget at East Moline. And we started at the back because we hadn't got our points up. And I'll be damned. We run fifth in the heat race. And I'm like, Yeah, I ain't going to win no feature that way. And I come in, and they put me at the back, and I'll be damned. 
within four laps, we're leading the feature, and I was gone. From that day on with the midget, I was just absolutely invincible in, in my own way, if you understand what I'm saying. Is that where the idea came to go on the road when you logged over 48,000 miles in a no, single season? Was, this is what happened. So I run Johnny Murdoch's midget in 14 at the Chili Bowl. And we've done considerably well for what it, well, we were. I mean, you know, it's a hard ball out there. So we ran 14, and I bought the car in 15, and then I raced it in 15. Oh, no, I didn't. I bought the car in 15, and we went on the road with USAC in 15. So I parked the midget, and I got in the sprint car, and a friend of mine, Kirk Spridgen, he said, dude, I want you to come run with us. I mean, you really need to race with us because you'd be a big draw. And so they talked me into showing up in Florida that year. In 2015, I showed up in Florida, and I ran Florida, and I ran, I think we had one show in Kentucky, and then we had shows in Illinois. We had shows in Nebraska and Wisconsin and Michigan, I think we raced one time there, and Ohio, Pennsylvania, New York, New Jersey, and we just kept moving out. And by the end of the year, the final was out in California, and I just, I was like, I don't think I can make that. It's just going to be too much for me. And a couple friends of mine said, hey, man, we'll go with you. Let's do this. And so we loaded up, and we headed to California, and we run California. So we, we ended up running about 40, between 46 and 48,000 miles. And uh, I raced in uh, 13 states. I think it was 13 states and 36 different racetracks. And all in an 86 dually getting four miles yeah, to the gallon. Four dually, <laughs> they got four miles to the gallon. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And talk yeah. about the time uh, you blew the radiator hose at nine at night we in were, Florida. It was the very first trip I took off with that dually, and I was headed to Florida. And I was doing good on time, and about 9.30 that night, I was on Interstate 75, and I was right at 200 miles from Ocala. And I told myself that I've got to figure out what i got to do. So I'm sitting in my truck, and down there, them guys are flying at night. I mean, they drive by you and it just shakes everything and i didn't want to turn my blinkers on because i didn't want the battery in the pickup to go bad so i took a flashlight that had a strobe light in it and wrapped a rag around it and put it on my race car so people could see i was sitting there and i crawled underneath my truck and took the radiator hose off and i got back in the truck and i'm sitting there thinking you know i ain't got no money to fix a lot of stuff I just got to get where I'm going. So I got back out and I turned on the back light in my truck and lo and behold, there's my jack handle. So I just took the jack handle out, took a hacksaw and cut part of the jack handle off and slid it inside my radiator hose. And we got it inside the radiator hose and I put two clamps. I had to take two clamps off the race car. And clamped it down, and I drove it all the way to Ocala that way. 
And then when I got to Ocala, I had to take the hose clamps off and put them back on my race car so I could race. Yeah, I'll never forget that first trip. That was a wild trip. You also had a very special relationship with one of my favorite drivers of all time, Brian Clausen. You would actually talk setup and strategies in the middle of the night. Oh, yeah. He would call me. It was really cool. He would be going somewhere, and he would call me. And we would talk for, oh, half hour, 40 minutes, you know. And and we would talk about all kinds of things. He helped me my first year in 2015. He helped me a whole bunch on my race car. I mean, he literally tore my race car down right there at the racetrack, and we put it back together, and he put it back together the way that he thought it would help me. And, hell, when we got done, I was two seconds faster than what I was when I started. You know, it was really cool. I had a lot of respect for that young man. Brian even called you after winning the Australian World Midget Championship and said he was wearing your T-shirt under his fire suit. Yeah, that's what he did. He called me, I'm going to say it was 3 or 4 o'clock here, and he was getting ready to get on an airplane, and he said, Robert, I just want you to know, we won the championship out here. I said, I know, buddy, I was, I was listening. And he goes, he goes, well, you don't know that I was wearing your T-shirt underneath my suit when I won, and I thought that was real special for me. I mean, me and T- uh, uh, Brian was really close. A lot of people couldn't understand how a guy that was so into racing and winning so many races that was such a good friend with a guy that was just struggling to stay above water. You know, they, yeah, a lot of people couldn't understand that, but me and Brian had our own little way about us so we we had a lot of respect for each other brian was that type of guy and had a big heart and you were also wearing his shirt when you had one of your big wins yeah we won the we won the midget championship and i I didn't race usac in 2016 because i wanted to go back to the midgets because we had won so much and we wasn't that that good with the sprint so I went back to midgets, and lo and behold, I won seven features that year in my midget, and I won the All-Star Midget Championship for Ray Bowles, and that was a big deal for us. When I think of Brian Clausen, I think of the Chili Bowl. I think if he was still with us, he would have won it by now, if not a couple of times, and you actually won a heat race there with a motor you paid 100 bucks for was in 2017 because we won the championship in 2016 and the chili bowl was 2017 and we went right from our big championship win right into the chili bowl and we looked good we were fast we just knew how to do with what we had and and we made it all work it all worked out You also made your annual trip to Florida again this year to East Bay and got to hang out with Kenny Wallace. Yeah, did you guys see that? Everybody's seen that. Kenny's a blast. Oh, yeah. In 2021, you won your first feature, Night 3 at Oskaloosa, after 30 years behind the wheel of a non-wing sprint car, and then it just seemed like the floodgates opened. 
Yeah, the first two nights we were there, we didn't have very good luck. And my buddy, Tim St. Arnold, he raced Knoxville. He's won races. He's drove for outlawed cars. He hasn't raced in a while. And me and him really clicked this last year. We went down there the first two nights, and we didn't have very good luck. So the third night we went out, he kind of gave me a hard time. He said, well, if we can't do any better than this, we'll just stay home next week. So he put the pressure on me, I guess you could say. But we finished second in the heat race, and I thought that was pretty good. And we redrawed. We drawed number ones. So we started on the pole, and Tim said, this is your time. This is it. Let's just do it. And by God, they dropped the green flag, and we were gone. We was gone. I mean, Tim had that car hooked up so good for me that we just flew around that racetrack. And I mean, we probably was... 10 car links ahead of everybody when we won our first feature. I mean, we hooked up and was gone. And all the way home, it was like we almost had to stop every 10 miles and get out and do the jig, you know. I mean, we were just ecstatic. We were so happy. Everything was going the way it was supposed to go. And I finally felt what it felt like to win a race. And we get home. Tim is supposed to go to work at 5 o'clock in the morning. And we get home, and we yeehawed and lit fireworks and everything till oh, I'm going to say 2.30 in the morning. And Tim went home, and I said, I'll see you. No matter what, I'll see you next Wednesday. And we'd go back down the next Wednesday, and we had to start at the tail of the race. Because when you win a feature at Oski, you got to start at the tail in the race. So we got started and I'll be darned if we didn't win the heat race. And Tim goes, you just well sweep the night. But in the feature, you got to start fifth or further back in the feature after you win. Like I said, you got to start at the back. So we started at the back, and we ran them down, and we won the heat race. So the second night out, we swept them. I mean, we won the heat race and the feature. And on the way home, me and Tim were ehawing and happy. And I told Tim, I said, I never felt this way, dude. And he goes, you look good. I'm telling you, you looked really good. And so the third, which would have been the fifth night, would have been the third night for us winning. We go out and we start at the tail and we win the heat race and we win the feature. And I told Tim, I said, wow, this is unbelievable. And Tim's like, yeah, you got over that hump and now you know what you're doing, what you got to do. And you do what you do to win. And that's what we were doing. And so Tim had me hooked up. I, I'll be honest with you. I'd never drove a car that smooth in my life. And so we showed up the sixth night. And we were kind of cocky by then, you know. We were like, oh, yeah, we're going to win this. And we tried a different setup, and we finished second. And I wasn't disappointed because to run first and second for me is always a win anyway. So we pretty much took our tails between our legs and went home, finished in second, which I didn't, I was happy. And we come back the next weekend and we won two more in a row the next two weekends. And we were leading the seventh or eighth race. We were leading it and blew a motor. And then it took us two weeks to come back. And that was just, it was just too much. I just couldn't hold the lead of the points. So 
we didn't win our championship, but we're sure hoping to this year. Robert, I had the chance of meeting you in person down in the infield at Knoxville, and I also met you last year at the USAC Nationals in Brandon, South Dakota at Houston Speedway. We've done really good in Brandon. I hadn't raced there in years, and we unloaded the car, and I'll be honest with everybody, I was really, really nervous because Brandon is not a place to screw with. Houston is a racetrack for real race car drivers. I mean, it's a do-or-die situation there every lap. And we made the feature two out of the three nights, and I have COPD, and Sunday night I had a COPD episode and I couldn't breathe. So we missed the feature by one car, by a half a car length, you know. I mean, that's how close we were, but I was definitely not feeling very good. And if you choose to run with USAC this season, you'll be the oldest USAC driver at age 59. I should be. I should be. Yeah. I, I'm not sure if anybody's older than me now racing or not, but I know that I'm pretty close to one of the oldest, if not the oldest. Robert, you certainly are fun to watch. Oskaloosa opens Wednesday night, April 20th, and I know you and your team are fired up to get some more checkered flags and possibly win the track championship this year. And thank you so much for taking the time to be with us here on the Dirt Show. Oh, I love it. I love you fans. I love racing. And hopefully before I quit racing, you'll all get a chance to either see me or talk to me. Well, I know the fans always appreciate talking to you down in the infield. And thank you for being with us. Yep. Thanks, guys. Enjoy racing. Why should your business choose Foamcraft Packaging? It's vitally important that you select a partner in the packaging business that has capabilities to satisfy your everyday packaging needs with the versatility to take care of those projects that require specialized treatment. Foamcraft is large enough to tackle all your packaging requirements, yet small enough to provide individualized services to ensure quality products. Office and production positions currently available. See foamcraftpackaging.com or call them at 507-455-2893. Wolf and Sons Yard Service has heavy equipment. This is Scott Wolf. Whether you need a basement dug, a building removed, footings for a remodel, an RV, camper, or boat pad, rock, sand, or dirt hauled, or even a driveway or parking lot road graded, call 455-3524. Arrow Race Wheels was established on the conviction that its dedicated staff could provide higher quality wheels designed specifically to endure the tough requirements and conditions of the racing industry. Most importantly, the wheels need to be manufactured and sold, maintaining an affordable price structure. Aero Racing Wheels has become the largest premier steel wheel supplier, and their product line speaks for itself. Upgrade your racing game today at aeroracewheels.com. Hello everyone, Chad Weirs, Weirs Machine and Racing Products with another Tech Tip Tuesday for you. Today we're going to talk a little bit about carb adapters. We make all kinds of different two-barrel and four-barrel carb adapters for different style intakes. From Quadrajet GM intake to a Holley 4412, the four-barrel aluminum intakes with a two-barrel with an adjuster, tapered bore. We make everything with a flared bore to make horsepower or straight bore when the rules don't let you have the flaring to make horsepower. If you're running a crate engine series, we make four-barrel to four-barrel spacers, half-inch, one-inch tall, 
And then probably one of the most popular things recently in the, in the dirt racing is to take power away as the grip goes away in the racetrack. So we have all kinds of restrictors to take horsepower away as the night goes on. We make them in one-piece versions, so it's just a one-piece tapered bore in there to, to take horsepower away at the end of the night. Or we make the inserted style where you have a real nice spacer so you have the standard flare in there when you start out the night and you want max horsepower. And then as the night progresses and the track loses grip, then you would put a smaller reducer in there to take horsepower away. These insertable styles are available in one inch and two inch tall, and the one-piece versions are also available in one inch or two inch tall. The reducers are available in a one inch that takes away 14% of the horsepower, the inch and an eighth takes away 7% of the horsepower, and the inch and a quarter takes away 4% of the horsepower. So you simply multiply your horsepower by that percentage and that'll tell you how much horsepower each insert would take away roughly. Or you can buy them, take it into your engine builder, and then he can run all of them through the process and give you a, an accurate number on how much horsepower they're going to take away on your engine combination. For more information on these or any of our fine products, check them out at weirsmachine.com. Rhino Ag Equipment is used in agriculture, commercial or industrial mowing applications, landscape preparation, roadside maintenance, and many other farm and ranch applications. With 0% financing for 48 months for qualified buyers, now is the time to take home a Rhino. Find a Rhino Ag dealer near you at rhinoag.com. For over 40 years, winning drivers have relied on VP racing fuels to optimize performance. Now get the same benefit with VP Pro-Grade Full Synthetic Oil and High Performance Lubricants. VP's goal was to develop a best-in-class racing oil that offers world-class cutting-edge technology, enhanced durability and wear protection from the street to the track. VP's got you covered with the next generation performance. Welcome back to the sponsor segment here on The Dirt Show, and I am joined by Tyrone Lingenfelter, promoter at Mississippi Thunder Speedway. And Tyrone, when your schedule first hit Facebook and your internet, you had to have a ton of response because looking at this lineup, it's going to be an incredible year for 2022. Yeah, thanks for having me, Clay. Yeah, we're extremely excited about this season. Every year we try to do a little more, up things a little more, and I think this year we made our best schedule yet for sure. We're extremely excited for that race in May. It's going to be World of All Laws and USNCS all together in one week. It's going to be a massive show. Absolutely. And I know you kick off on Friday night, April 2nd, the 14th annual season opener, Carl Fenske Memorial Race. That is always a great night because so many fans remember Carl and just have a blast that night. Yeah, Friday, April 22nd is definitely going to be a, like I said, it's going to be a fun one because it's going to be nice to remember Carl Fenske and have his family there. And I think it's, you know, it'll be sad at the same time because it still sucks that we lost Carl. Definitely way too young. And Carl was a huge part of the community, huge part of our racetrack. Almost anybody and everybody around knows him one way or another. We were just lucky enough to know him as the legend on the racetrack. And he was a legend off the racetrack. He did a lot of great things for a lot of people. So I'm looking forward to that weekend. We always look forward to that. I mean, the memorial races are always tough. You know, they're, they said you want to remember them, you want to celebrate their lives and stuff, and it's just tough, though, at the same time, you know, it means you lost someone too soon. But, yeah, the Carl Fence Memorial, Friday, April 22nd, kick off the season. Can't uh, think of a better way to start our season out. May 5th, 6th, and 7th, and I think this is the very first time the World Outlaw Late Models and the USMTS Modifieds have been at the same track at the same time. 
Yep, that is correct. And that's pretty cool that we get to be the inaugural time of that happening. So it's going to be, like I've been telling everybody, it's it's going to be the best of the best between those, between late miles and modifies. The best drivers around the entire country might even be running multiple classes. Sounds like, you know, guys like Jake Tim, Dustin Sorensen. I would even expect probably like Rodney Sanders, guys like that to run double duty that weekend. So It'll be pretty cool. We're extremely excited. $50,000 on the line for the late miles Saturday night, May 7th, and 10000 on the line for USMTS on Saturday night. So a lot of money, a total purse is over like $333,000 for that weekend. So huge weekend, and we can't wait. We got a lot of campers signed up, a lot of fans already buying tickets, so it should be, should be a great time. Friday night, June 3rd, another series that puts on a phenomenal show at your racetrack, the Dirt King Late Models. Yep, our Stars and Stripes 40 will be on Friday, June 3rd. Jason and Sandy Schultz run the Dirt Kings, Wabam Dirt Kings Late Mouse Series. They just recently got Wabam on board as their new primary sponsor, and they've done a terrific job every time they come to our track. Dirt Kings Late Mouse put on a great show. We usually have 30 to sometimes 40-plus late miles on hand for those, and they do a great job. So, yeah, I can't wait to have them. It's a good mixture of open late models and with sort of late miles in the area. And we got Arcadia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram on board for that event, too, again. So should be a great time. The River City Rumble has become a fan favorite. Yeah, the, and actually what, what's cool is every year we always try to have that event on 4th of July weekend, so we shoot off a big firework display, and we're going to do that again as well. And I think this year more than ever, it just seems like that event's kind of becoming a nice midsummer. I want to call it relaxing, but just kind of more of a kickback show. It's definitely got some bigger, you know, some more money on the line, so some drivers get to race for some more money. But it just seems like it's a it's a good party event because it gets into the Fourth of July weekend, you know, middle of summer. Everyone's just trying to have a good time, you know, and hang out with their friends and stuff like that. So we look forward to having another good event there, shooting off a bunch of fireworks and getting everyone into the Fourth of July weekend. Another great night, Friday night, July 29th. So many people remember Casey Knutson and come out to the memorial, not only to watch great racing, but also to honor a great driver and a great human being. That's another one of her, her other memorial race. Like I said, same deal. I always appreciate the Knutson family wanting to have it on our track to remember and honor his wife. But at the same time, it's also a sad deal because Casey has definitely lost way too soon. Very young man. It was a tragic accident, but at the same time, like I said, we'll, we'll do the best we can to, to make it awesome for your family, make it awesome for all the fans and everyone that'll be there. Be my race this year, we've done it in the last couple of years, been 12,000 to win, but a really big payday at the top, but it hasn't quite as thick in the middle. So actually this year, we're going to change it up a little bit. It's going to be $6,012 to win. What we are going to do is it's going to be a lot bigger in the middle. So stay tuned for that payout, but it'll be a very, very good be my payout with no extra entry fee or anything like that to the driver. So looking forward to that K-Town clash. And I was very happy to see you have the Dirt King Late Models twice this season on Friday night, August 19th. So if you miss them on June 3rd, you can come in August and watch the Rumble by the River 40. We have off on uh, August 12th. Ashley for the Arts is going on over in Arcadia, Wisconsin. So we take off that weekend, but yeah, we'll bounce back stronger than ever with the uh, Dirt Kings Late Models, like you said, for the second time. And Jason and Sandy Schultz will bring the Wabam Dirt Kings Late Model Series over, and, and hopefully we'll have a great second show as well. Friday night, September 3rd, the USMTS is back at Mississippi Thunder Speedway. And you know and I know by that time of the season, they are going for it because there's a $100,000 point series championship on the line at the end of the season. So the points are getting serious. 
Yeah, it'll be, especially at that time, there won't be a whole lot of races left. So we're going to be right in the middle of that championship point hunt for USMPS. And it'll actually be the second weekend we'll have them there. This time they'll be the primary series. They'll race with a couple of weeks with other weekly classes. So looking forward to that event last year. Unfortunately, we got rained out. But hopefully Labor Day weekend, they'll be racing here, then going to Deer Creek, and then West Union, I believe, that weekend. So all $10,000 to win shows should be hopefully a great weekend of racing. And thank you from a fan's point of view. Friday night, September 30th, the Great Pumpkin Race. Love that event. Once you get into October, it's kind of hit or miss what you're going to get for weather. But hopefully at the end of September, it's going to be great. Yep, we're looking forward. Last year we brought it back, two-day show Friday, Saturday. We're going to do the same thing Friday, September 30th, and Saturday, October 1st. So it's kind of a great way to wind down. Last year was, was supposed to be a lot more relaxing than it was. We actually, unfortunately, ended up getting rained out halfway through our race Friday night, so we had to finish that on Saturday and then run our Saturday show as well. But hopefully this year the weather will work out a little better, and we have bonfires stuff after the races. It, it works out really well where drivers just all get together, have a good time, hang out with the fans, just kind of wind down the whole season before we're into the off-season again, which hopefully that'll be a long ways away yet they'd like to find out more specific information, how can they do that? You can go to MississippiThunder.com or uh, make sure to follow our Facebook page, Mississippi Thunder Facebook page. We try to update both of them as much as possible with all our information. Usually Facebook kind of hits it first, but we always make sure to update the website for everything. So if you can't uh, can't find it there, then you probably won't be able to find any of this stuff anywhere. So Facebook and MississippiThunder.com, you'll find it. Tyrone, thank you for your time, and thank you for being with us here on The Dirt Show today. Yeah, thanks for having me, Clay. Appreciate it. You've just had an accident. That's where Bob and his staff at Midwest Collision and Fairbow stand out above the rest. Fast, friendly, and knowledgeable advice from the time you step inside their door. One look at their state-of-the-art facility, paint oven, and computer paint matching capabilities, and you'll know you came to the right place. Next time you need collision repair, think Midwest Collision. Located at Highway 60 east of Fairbow, or call 332-2434. Remember, you bend them, we mend them. Fast Shaft Drive Shafts is the number one carbon fiber, steel, chrome molly, and aluminum drive shaft builder for over 90% of the major modified chassis builders. Now, under new ownership, the mission will not change. Providing drive shafts, drive shaft repair, 9-inch Ford center sections, slip yokes, rear end yokes, ring and pinions, bearings, spools, gears, shim kits, and more to racers everywhere. Call Fast Shafts today. Made by racers for racers. 800-622-6617. Do you know what many top race car teams use for small radiator leaks? It's Justice Brothers Radiator Stop Leak. Effective insurance that keeps them in the middle of competition. Proven under the toughest racing conditions. And it works the same way in your car. Justice Brothers Radiator Stop Leak stops leaks in radiators and blocks sealing the leak while you drive. And it won't clog the cooling system. It mixes with all antifreeze and coolants. Take the advice of top race teams. Use Justice Brothers Radiator Stop Leak. See our display at Runnings. The National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum's newest Corvette Sweepstakes fundraiser is definitely one to remember, as this year's vet will be a 2022 IMSA GTLM Championship Series C8R Corvette in hypersonic gray with a yellow accent racing stripes. Plus, the winner will not only receive this beautiful new limited edition Corvette, but also $25,000 in cash. That's right, this Corvette fundraiser will award the winner both the 2022 IMSA GTLM Championship Edition Corvette, plus also $25,000. To enter to win, visit CorvetteC8RContest.com for your chance at this limited edition vet and $25,000. And remember, every donation to CorvetteC8RContest.com 
help support the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum's nonprofit efforts to promote the future of sprint car racing and preserve sprint car racing's past. That's at CorvetteC8RContest.com. Whether you're running for the checkered flag, blasting down the strip, or cruising in the boulevard, you want crisp fiber response and reliable horsepower. Byers Engine Service offers a full machine shop that can completely machine or rebuild your tractor, race car, or streetcar engine and put some life under your hood. No gimmicks, just horsepower. See BuyersEngine.com or call 507 282 5586. Why choose powder coating over liquid paint finishes? Maximum durability. Extreme Powder Coatings offer a scientific process that uses heat to bake the colorful finish deep into your product. Extreme Powder Coatings can deliver multimedia blasting, impact-resistant epoxy primers, and super-durable powder coat applications to meet your needs. Visit ExtremePowderCoating.net for more information. Welcome back here on The Dirt Show, and it is my pleasure today to be joined by hobby stock driver Corey Groenwald, who is also the president of the Nobles County Fair, and we're talking Worthington Speedway. Corey, what a great job you've done getting this track back and going. I tell you what, I've heard over the winter from drivers that have been to your racetrack at some of the banquets that they just love it. Racy surface, there's a lot of fans in the grandstand watching the races, and it has become one of their new favorite tracks to race on. Well, thanks to the group here that are putting the Speedway on. We've heard a lot of good things, too. I don't like to take away from our past promoters. You know, it makes it a lot easier for us as as a fair board running it. Community's kind of behind the fair board. And I think some of it has to do with the dollars are all staying local, and they see what the track can do for our community. The community support for any racetrack is huge. And, yeah, you can definitely see the community is behind you 100%. Opening night, Saturday, May 21st, that is really not too far off, and you've got to be excited to get it back opened up and running again. I shouldn't say that we're ready for it, but we are ready for it. (laughs) We're going to start here. We're just trying to let the frost get out of the ground, and we're going to start doing our track prep, and and hopefully at that point, see where it gets us. We're going to try to have a test in tune here the end of April, beginning of May sometime, um, just to kind of get cars on the surface and and to make sure we we do have that racy surface that we had last year. Fans that are coming out for Saturday night races at Worthington Speedway, what classes of cars are they going to get the opportunity to see run on that track? So our, our normal weekly shows, we run a bomber class or a sportsman class, whatever you want to refer to it as, just kind of an opening class for guys just getting into racing to enjoy it. And then we run the IMCA sanctioned classes of sport compacts, hobby stocks, sport mods, stock cars, and A mods. So you'll, you'll see those IMCA classes every week at Worthington. And I really enjoy that bomber class because you can watch those drivers progress during the season and get better and better as they get the cars dialed in and they get themselves dialed in. It's a fun class to watch because you know those guys will move up in the future. Yeah, absolutely. You know, that class, it was around, you know, 10, 15 years ago and it kind of went away and it's just kind of resurfaced here in this area over the past three years. You know, and I, I've talked to a couple other tracks that um, I know Buena Vista and Alto, they're going to try running kind of the similar rule package as we do. So, yeah, it's kind of progressing and, and fanning out around the area for 
those guys to enjoy racing at other tracks like us IMCA sanctioned drivers get to. Saturday night, June 4th, and Saturday night, August 6th, you are hosting the Outlaw Mini Mod Special, and that is a great group of guys and a great group of cars, and they will perform on your track. Yeah, over the winter, that group contacted us, and they thought our track would fit the size perfectly for the Outlaw Mini Mods, and they wanted to come try it out here in Worthington a couple times to see how it worked, and they wanted us to see what they could bring and you know, possibly in the future host more races for those Outlaw Mini Mods. Sunday, June 26th, the Midwest Madness Tour hits your track. Talk about that race. <laughs> yeah, the Midwest Madness Tour was on my bucket list to try to get that tour to come through Worthington. I didn't really push last year for any big specials or, you know, any big money races. We were just trying to get our feet on the ground, get a feel for what was going to happen in Worthington and, and who would come support the track and kind of get all the bugs worked out as we were a new group. We never had done it before. And the track photographer, Jim Steffens in Worthington, he was kind of behind it all season long. We talked about it several times and over the winter, we made it happen, and we are the opening track for the Midwest Madness Tour. It's going to be a big day for us. Actually, it's going to be a big weekend because I don't want to uh, take anything away from the Madness Tour, but for the guys coming here to open up on Sunday, we're actually going to race Saturday night as well. And Saturday night, it's going to be Salute to Ag Night with the Down Syndrome Awareness Night, and it's going to be free admission into the grandstands for everybody. After that, we're going to have Cody Hicks perform. He's going to do a party in the pits that night, and then Sunday leading in to open up for the Madness Tour, we're going to be having a driver meet and greet out in front of the grandstands so people can come get autographs. They can buy driver's merchandise. There'll be Midwest Madness Tour sponsors that'll be set up out there for you to buy their products. So it's just going to be kind of a big and exciting weekend to fire off for the Midwest Madness Tour for that week. You're racing on Saturday nights throughout the summer. Ending on a Sunday night, September 18th, with a Turkey Day race, and I know that's an interesting race. Yeah, so our final race of the year, that Sunday, that's kind of our town celebration weekend here in Worthington. It's uh, the King Turkey Days. In the past, have had it, King Turkey Day races. Uh, it kind of went away over the past six, eight years, and we brought it back last year. We had a couple rainouts during the summer. The Turkey Day race was not on the schedule last year, and you know, after further talking with sponsors and stuff, they wanted to add that one back in. So we did it last year, and we're happy to have it back again this year. Corey, if they'd like to find out more about everything going on throughout the season at Worthington Speedway, what are the best ways to do that? So the best way we promote our track, we don't have a track website, but we do have a track Facebook page, and that's where we promote everything. That's where you can find what we're doing, what's going on at the track, uh, rainouts, anything like that. You just go to the Worthington Speedway Facebook page, and everything on there will be up to date, and it'll have all the information that you need on there. If you need to physically talk to somebody or myself, there's a number on there. You can just call that number and it'll lead you to one of us. And we'd be glad to answer any questions or help anybody out. And going forward with the track, if anybody would like any advertising or sponsorship of the Speedway or help out in any other way, we're always looking for sponsors and to help out to keep the track going during the summer. It's a great track to support because you guys really got it going on out there at Worthington Speedway. It's a great place to watch races. Good luck behind the wheel of your number 59 hobby stock this season. Hope to see you over at 
Murray County Speedway in Slayton and running at Worthington Speedway. And thank you for taking the time to be with us here on The Dirt Show tonight. Thank you. Shevland Enterprises, your locally owned and operated sanitation and recycling service, offers the highest quality garbage removal and trash pickup services at great rates. Commercial, residential, construction, and industrial trash removal and recycling in Owatonna and the surrounding areas in Dodge and Steel Counties. Shevland Enterprises also specializes in roll-offs and dumpster. Contact Chris and his staff today for small town service at a small town price. 528-9900. That's 528-9900. Medieval Chassis has been the leader in better engineered stock cars and modifieds for almost two decades. They are now going to become the center of all things mod light in the Midwest. Medieval Chassis will be the go-to shop for all parts in store, online, or by phone for this up-and-coming cost-conscious racing class. Summer 2022, Medieval Chassis will have their mod light platform in action. Kicking off the new Endeavor, Medieval Chassis and Cow's Big Deals will be auctioning off a 2023 mod light roller valued at $12,000 in October. Watch Facebook and see MedievalChassis.com for more details. Whether you're at the work site or the trailhead, you need an ATV that goes above and beyond the expected. With the power and performance to work harder, technology to make every job easier, and a time-tested promise of quality and dependability. When duty calls, you need the 2022 Honda Four Tracks lineup. Available now at Trimble Cycle Center in Austin. Then you'll learn how life is better on a Honda ATV. For riders 16 years and older, Honda recommends that ATV riders take a training course and read the owner's manual thoroughly. Trimble Cycle Center in Austin. Austin, USA's second oldest Honda dealer. When one of your appliances breaks down, you need help, and you need it fast. Contact Sorensen's Appliance Service. They service the entire Cows listing area. Their employees live in our community and sponsor area racers and softball teams. Sorensen's Appliance Service. People you know that will get your appliances serviced with trained technicians. Contact them today, 256-7766. That's 256-7766. Partnering with hog and cattle producers throughout the United States, Altenburg Construction has almost 30 years of experience in the slat replacement business. Altenburg Construction also uses a custom wash bay to ensure biosecurity to protect your herd. Whether you need an entire site or a single slat, call the professionals at Altenburg Construction at 888-435-2210 or see altenburgconstruction.com. Bulldog Coding specialized in concrete coatings as well as concrete restoration repair. Hi, I'm Todd with Bulldog Coatings. Our coating systems provide a durable finished floor that is both easy to maintain and adds value to your home. The unique patented Bulldog Coatings are not limited to just garage floors. They can be used for interior flooring as well as pool deck, patio, and sidewalk applications. Our systems can be installed in as little as one day and year-round. We are a locally owned family business ready to serve southern Minnesota. Visit us on Facebook or call us for a free estimate. 837-9773. Let Bulldog protect your floors. Welcome back to the sponsor segment here on the dirt show and it is my pleasure today to be joined by steve winshittle from the star group napa auto parts stores steve what a busy time of year for the napa stores in our area all the farmers preparing for the spring field work and when they need parts they need them right now yes they do it is a busy time of the year not only the farmers but also the contractors and auto repair shops people wanting to go on vacation get their cars fixed a lot of things going on when the weather breaks you can almost count on it as soon as you get those first nice days it's busy when i drive around the area i think about all the local communities across our region and the local napa store is the hub of that local community either they're hanging out at the local napa store or the local coffee shop and whether it's picking up 
parts or getting information on an installation or a solution to an existing problem. Your counter staff, many of them have been there for years and years and they've seen issues and they know how to help people fix them. Yes, they do. We've had a number of people and still have a number of people that have over 10 years experience and they just know cars and they're somewhat gearheads themselves and like working on things and helping people solve their problems. We're not technicians by any means, but we certainly can help them get off into the right direction. And if we can't help them or help them fix it, we do know of the local shop that may be able to do that for them. Racing and Napa go hand in hand, and you are a sponsor of one of the most anticipated nights of the year at Arlington Raceway, the Napa Fireworks Spectacular. And when you think about the fans and the stands to the drivers coming in the back gate, whether you need a set of tail lights for your trailer, air filter for your hauler, or something for your wife's passenger car that she drives to work every day, Napa has the parts to fix it, and you're kind of a natural sponsor for the fireworks night, and fans really enjoy it. Yeah, they really do. We've had this Napa Fireworks Spectacular for 25-plus years. We've been up there doing that night, and it is a great night. Um, just summertime patriotic and the fireworks just adds to all the racing fun that night really really a good time to come and if you've ever had a chance to talk to one of the area promoters about how much money it costs to put on a decent fireworks show i know they greatly appreciate your sponsorship and so do the fans yeah they do and like everything else prices are going up steve you have 17 stores in the star group where can listeners find your Napa stores and do business with you? Well, the best way would be just to go to our website, to napastargroup.com, and it will bring up our website and all the stores that are in our area or that we have. And they are mainly southwest Minnesota, from Chaska to Fairmont to Montevideo to Mankato and most of the areas in between. And we would look forward to serving them. Steve, thanks for being with us here on The Dirt Show, and thanks for all of the years that you've been supplying parts for people in need all around the area. You bet. Thank you. Why drive out of town to get what you need for your truck? Hey, this is Rich at Auto Trim Design of Oatana. We're an authorized WeatherTech dealer. From laser-measured floor mats to mud flaps to vent visors, we can keep your truck or car clean and dirt-free inside and out. We have over 30 years of experience in the truck accessory business. I invite you to stop by and see what we can do for you. We're located in Oatana at 3275 Old Highway 14, one mile west of Walmart. Welcome to the Dirt Track segment, brought to you by Cookies, Sauces, and Seasonings. Last Saturday night, April 2nd, the World of Outlaw Sprint Car Series were running at the historic Devil's Bowl in the 30-lap A-Main. Brett Marks picking up the 20-grand check over Donnie Schatz in second and Brian Brown finishing third. The USAC Nationals return to Houston Speedway July 8th through the 10th. Fans leaving last year's race said best race of the year and one race you can't miss. Don't miss your chance to see the top USAC midget and 410 non-wing sprint car drivers in the country. Tickets, three-day packages, and camping on sale now at usacnationals.com. Follow at USAC Nationals on Facebook. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for the latest updates. See you at 
Brandon, South Dakota, July 8th through the 10th for the 2022 USAC Nationals. At Land Pros, our team of brokers and auctioneers specialize in farmland sales, live land auctions, and online land auctions across the Midwest with total sales of 190,000 acres. At Land Pros, you get a team of land professionals going to work for you. We pride ourselves on providing local service and knowledge with national marketing and results. If you're thinking of buying or selling, contact Land Pros agent JJ Wise at 641-420-SELL or go to landpros.com. That's L-A-N-D-P-R-O-Z.com. Hi, this is Harvey West, and you've been listening to The Dirt Show. See you at the races.